Welcome to Online Marketing for Pilates Teachers, the podcast where we believe that the positive impact you're having on the world is everything, and life is way too short not to make a living doing what you love. I'm your host, Pilates teacher and business coach, Stephanie Benton, and you can think of me as your empathetic yet tough love business bestie you never knew you always wanted. Ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. This week, we are diving into how to get the results that you want. So if you are a Pilates teacher who has been dreaming, wishing, desiring, yearning for something different in your life and your business as a Pilates teacher, this episode is for you. And sometimes we don't get the results that we are looking for or that we deserve in life. And despite having a clear goal and plenty of ambition, it can seem like things are going against you. And so because we are all humans, when our goals get stalled, it can be so easy to become frustrated and to quit or compare ourselves to others. Here's the trick. Avoid getting caught in the negativity of your current situation at the expense of action. The only way that you can change your reality is to do something about it. And so just like you, I have had massive roadblocks in my career, in my life over the last 30 some some odd years. (laughs) And it's It wasn't until I kind of figured out some of these things that we're going to be talking about today that I stopped spinning my wheels and finally got traction and started seeing results and progress over time. So we're going to talk about the steps that will get you closer to the results that you want in your life or your business right now. Step number one is you have to shift your mindset through what's called cognitive reframing. Everything starts with your mindset because it is the lens in which you view the entire world. So if your mind is telling you that things are horrible and awful and that you're not worth it and what other terrible things can it say, (laughs) the list is really endless, you won't be able to separate that from events that happen. So Instead of thinking about events that happen in our lives as neither positive or negative, we start getting these thoughts in our head that tell us that that event was positive or negative. And soon our focus shifts from being happy to trying to find happiness through the pursuit of our goals. There is research that has shown that this is a counterproductive attitude. A 2005 study of over 275,000 people found that happiness makes you more successful than success makes you happy. And I'll link that study in the description below. It was concluded that being happy before success makes you more confident, optimistic, and energetic And those are critical traits for success in any area. So to use that cognitive reframing in your own life, when a situation arises or you find yourself having thoughts about not being good enough or not being able to reach a goal, try asking yourself these two questions. The first is, what opportunities does this open up? And then the second is, what could be considered good about this? So your first action is to reframe your current situation 
by asking those questions. Instead of believing that you have done something wrong or are destined for disappointment, consider what opportunities your situation has given and what could be good about your struggle so far. For me, I found myself that after years of spinning my wheels trying to get a marketing side hustle started while I was working in corporate marketing, I was out of alignment from what I actually wanted, which was to become a Pilates teacher and to use my marketing skills in that realm. So I was trying to work with companies and tech startups and all the fancy things that everybody thinks about when they think of marketing and strategy and all of that. And all of a sudden, I realized that I was where I w- I needed to be at that time because I was studying for my Pilates certification. And so it just took some time before I actually reached that culmination of being able to be a Pilates teacher and also teach the marketing strategy that I wanted. So most of us have this very normal feeling of instant gratification. And I say normal because it happens to all of us. It's kind of the society and the world that we live in right now. But you have to be able to look, take a step back as you're trying to build something new and see what lessons are being asked of you in that moment. So if you're posting consistently on social media and nobody's buying your services, It might be that you haven't clarified your niche enough, or it might be that you don't even want to sell that thing. You actually want to sell something totally different, but you're not giving yourself the permission to make that change. So reframing your situations that are happening with a mindset of happiness and positivity and looking for solutions is going to really help you in that growth journey of building the business or just the life that you absolutely love. The second piece of advice that I have for you is to practice gratitude daily. I feel like this is such a catchy thing that we're all talking about right now. Self-care has become a very big industry over the last decade or so. But being able to focus on gratitude in a daily basis helps you to stay in the present moment. It helps you focus on the present. So we can set goals and we can look to the future and we can want things in the future. But if we're not grateful for what we have right now, it's going to be a lot harder for us to achieve those goals in the future. You have to have that mentality of energy, happiness, well-being, and longevity. And practicing gratitude can really help you cultivate that now versus living in a keeping up with the Joneses type of mindset where you feel like you're only going to be happy once you accomplish X, Y, and Z. So you don't need to worry about future progress because you look at what you are lucky to have now. This is something that we all neglect daily. And so Fortunately, there is another concept that has been studied that has proven results, and there is a plethora of research that shows gratitude has positive effects on physical and mental energy, happiness, well-being, and longevity. Okay, so all of those are outcomes that are going to help you on that journey towards living the life that you want to live. 
Starting a gratitude journal is the easiest way to do this. So having that consistent practice and technique doesn't have to be perfect. I love using a Start Today journal by Rachel Hollis. I think it's just laid out really easily that I can list 10 things that I'm grateful for every single day. And I can also list out some of the dreams and the goals that I have. And that has been extremely fun to look back on. I still have the same journal that I started in 2019 because I don't write in that journal necessarily every single day. I have a planner and and other places that I write things down. But I'll look back at 2019 and see things that I had circled as accomplishments that I wanted or things that I was grateful for. And it just reminds me how far I've come on my journey. So having that gratitude journal or writing it down on your notes app on your phone or using an app uh, for there's gratitude apps out there, putting it in your planner, anywhere where you are spending some time every single day can be really helpful in that habit of practicing your gratitude. The third thing is to stop focusing so much on the goal and focus more on building habits, okay? So now that we've addressed your mindset, it's time to really look at the process of getting results because after all, you've got goals that you wanna achieve, don't we all? So how do you go about doing that? Most of us are objective setters who don't really follow through and that's not for a lack of ambition or talent, What if our obsession with goals is the problem? Like the actual obsession with just setting goals is the problem. And there's two reasons why I believe that this could possibly be the case. Number one, goals alone create an excessive attachment to the outcome. Then they pressure us um, and that, that creates a pressure that most people can't handle well. The second thing is that goal setting makes us feel good without actually doing any work. When you set arbitrary targets and goals, you become attached to a result and you put unnecessary pressure on yourself. Think about how many times you've said to yourself that you want to make $10,000 a month and maybe where you're at right now is $1,000 a month. That's a lot of pressure to think that your goal is $10,000 a month, but you haven't put the plan into place to walk you to that goal. So let's imagine that you set a goal to make $10,000 per month and you're currently making $1,000 a month with your online business. Every day you're gonna find yourself obsessing that you need to make $10,000 a month. If you don't manage this, those stress levels are gonna increase and you might start to indulge in negative self-talk because you failed to reach your target. And when you have that rising stress level, it can cause more cortisol to enter your system, which is your stress hormone, and that can actually shut down your executive function, which is the CEO section of your brain. And that process makes it even harder for you to focus and do your best work. Equally, goal setting is dangerous because it doesn't require any work and it still makes you feel amazing. I love myself a good vision planning and goal setting and all of that. But the process really gives us a hit of dopamine like right in that moment for that ability. Dopamine is known for the ability to facilitate euphoric highs and addictiveness. So rather than deriving pleasure from results, we feel fantastic from the act of setting the targets without ever needing to follow through on it. And this allows us to live in a fantasy 
where we tell people about our aspirations despite not doing anything to achieve them, and we lose sight of the work required and become really lost in self-creative narrative of success. So if an excessive focus on end results is counterproductive, what should we be doing instead? The missing link is building habits. And I'm talking about the continual commitment to show up, do the work, and reap the long-term rewards. There is research, according to psychologist Wendy Wood, that 43% of what we do is repeated automatically within a particular context. In other words, the quality of your habits has a significant impact on your results. If what you are repeatedly doing does not contribute to your end goal, then nothing else matters. Creating habits is how you automate success. Rather than obsessing over what you want to happen, you build a routine that makes it happen. Take a goal that you have set in your mind and that you haven't made the progress that you wanted. Okay, and let's start fresh. I'm I'm actually gonna give you an exercise here to do. I want you to think about what you need to make your desired outcome a reality. Instead of fixating on the result, what habits could you create that could get you there over time? So for example, if you want to make $10,000 a month in your online business, you need to write frequently high quality content. You need to expand your network. So you need to grow your audience. You need to go deep with the people that are already following you. You need to build a high ticket program that is going to help you make $10,000 a month without needing like a thousand people in your online program. And beneath each one of those pillars lies a habit that's waiting to be created. So if you need to write more high quality content, writing three times a week and reviewing your content with a friend maybe and marketing your work every day on social media, that becomes the habit. That becomes the habit, that daily action of just writing something, putting something out on social media, becomes the habit that's going to lead you to those $10,000 months. And that's just kind of one of those pillars that I listed out. So you don't want to overcomplicate matters. Think about tasks that, if done consistently, would get you where you want to be. And then look at the layers underneath the outcome. Once you've got your ideas, pick one and then make it happen. And how you do this is beyond the scope of this podcast here, right? But there's some ideas that I'm going to give you to get you started. First thing, start small. Something that you can confidently do that doesn't stretch you too much. Second, make it easy. Remove obstacles. If you hate writing posts, then make a graphic or do a short two-minute Facebook Live video where you're talking about the topic. Okay, remove the obstacles that you're putting in your path. And then the third thing is track your adherence to these daily action steps. Record how you're sticking to the habit so that you can draw confidence from creating a a streak of following through with your targeted goal. And as that becomes more routine, you want to start building on that foundation by adding more. Don't worry about doing everything at once. Focus on building one automatic behavior at a time. 
because that's much more sustainable and achievable than jumping to the end of, I want $10,000 months in my business. Tiny steps are going to add up as long as you take them daily. I think about even in my business and this this business of coaching Pilates teachers, when I first started, I had no clients for probably six months or so, but I consistently showed up on Instagram, on Facebook. I started doing videos. I created a piece of content every day. That was the first goal that I set for myself. Then I started setting a goal of trying to get into conversations about my offer with more people. And then I set a goal of trying to sell my offer (laughs) to more people, right? And so it just built and stacked until it became essentially how I run my business to this day and how I teach my clients in the Inspired Brand Accelerator. Just those slow action steps, those tiny action steps on a daily basis. So I encourage you to start this process as soon as possible because building a habit takes a little bit longer than you think it might take. Most people think it can be done in 30 days, but evidence from a 2009 study found that it's closer to 66 days. And I don't want to say that to discourage you. It's really just a wake-up call that you need to start now because time stops for no one. So separate yourself from the rest of all the other talkers out there, the people setting goals, everybody that wants $10,000 month businesses, and commit to do the work daily. And you'll have yourself to thank later at the end of all of that. Oh, hey there. Sorry to interrupt this riveting episode, but I need to share with you a little about how I'm able to show up for you here every week. This podcast is brought to you by our 16-week mentorship called the Inspired Brand Accelerator, which teaches Pilates instructors the ins and outs of building an online Pilates business to $5,000 a month, much easier than what they've tried before. In this program, we walk you through how to nail your niche, create your authentic marketing plan, and build your high-end signature program so that you don't have to worry about low-cost video libraries that take a ton of work to maintain. And we've successfully helped clients like Moan have a $15,000 launch in her online business. And also Julie in Canada, who had a $10,000 Canadian launch starting from scratch. This program is perfect for teachers who are tired of the dollars for our hamster wheel in the studio setting and who want more freedom and flexibility with the hours that they work. It's also for teachers who don't want to work for somebody else and instead want to build their own business and teachers that are ready to make a large investment in themselves this year, whether that's financial or time. And it's not for studio owners who would rather outsource their marketing efforts, although stay tuned because we have options coming for you very soon. Uh, This program's also not for teachers who don't take responsibility for their own success or aren't ready to look deeply inside themselves and get clear on their business. The process to work with us is really simple. It's just a simple application you can find at www.inspiredbrand.co. And once you apply, we will reach out to you on Facebook or Instagram Messenger and get you all the details and help determine if we are the best option for you to reach your goals. I hope to hear from you soon. And without further ado, back to the episode. You want to trust the process. This is the fourth tip. Trust the process and stay the course. And this is not just for you listening to my podcast, but this is also for clients that have worked with me that have hit 
slumps in their business or have felt like maybe they couldn't follow through after our coaching sessions ended. Because finally, a vital piece of advice that many fail to heed is to trust the process and stay the course. Don't give up before you can see the fruits of your labor. We all want to make progress quickly. We all want the instant gratification. But the truth is meaningful results take consistent effort over time. And this is from a, I don't have the visual, but there's a chart in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, where he describes this process as the plateau of latent potential, which is where you start something and you envision that your trajectory is going to go like straight up in a diagonal. It's going to be completely linear. Your growth is going to be just that. What actually happens is you start, you dip down to the valley of disappointment. You need more time and consistent effort. And then what actually happens is your end result is better than what it would have been if you had built kind of slowly, linearly, which isn't really possible to do anyway. The other thing that tends to happen just in business in general and in our businesses as Pilates teachers is that you're going to have months where you have higher revenue than other months. Think about the holidays this last year. I know everybody was dipping their revenue. A lot of people were coming to me saying, how do I make more money right now? It can just be this time of year, November, December, that people aren't buying as much because they're buying Christmas presents for other people. So that can come down to positioning and marketing and stuff like that too. But just know that there's going to be some peaks and valleys and there can be times where we're doing all the work and you're not seeing any results that you want or that you even deserve. That period is that valley of disappointment. The key is to persevere through that challenge time and time again by trusting the process of showing up, putting in the work, and staying consistent. So in closing, let this be a reminder that your time is going to come if you do the work and you stay the course, if you don't give up on your dreams and the goals that you set for yourself. And so we've talked about those four keys to automating the process, which is shifting your mindset through reframing your thoughts, practicing daily gratitude, letting go of your obsession with goals, but instead start building habits. And the fourth thing is to trust the process and stay the course through the valley of the disappointment. Okay, so the other thing that can also help you along that journey is mentorship and coaching. And the Inspired Brand Accelerator is one of the ways that I help Pilates teachers wade through the confusion of how to build an online business and also help them stay in the mindset of the results will come when the actions are continually followed. And so I'm really excited because we've just opened up the Inspired Brand Accelerator as a 12-month program because I know that sometimes we need a little bit more time to get our businesses going and all of that. And so it's offered now as a 16-week accelerator, which is what it's always been, but also now as a 12-month mentorship as well. So if you are interested in learning more about the Inspired Brand Accelerator and what that might be able to do to help you grow your business, stay in the right action, have the support of a community, focus on the right action steps, the next right steps to take, 
then head to my website, www.inspiredbrand.co, and just click the Apply Now button anywhere on that homepage. That'll take you to the application. It is not a commitment to join the program. All you have to do is fill it out so that we can see where you're at in business. And we can also help you determine if the 16-week accelerator or the 12-month mentorship is going to be the best option for you. So until next time, I hope that all four of those steps are things that you can start to implement today in your life and in your business to start to get the results that you have been dreaming of and hoping of over the last several years. I'll see you next week. I hope you found this episode incredibly valuable. And two things before you sign off. One, I am giving away an Instagram profile audit to one lucky teacher every single month who either leaves us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or who shares this episode on Instagram stories by taking a screenshot and sharing it either to Instagram or Facebook stories and tagging us at inspiredbrand.co. Every month I'll be choosing somebody to audit their Instagram profile and give you some feedback on how you can improve your marketing efforts there. The second thing is if you want to attend the free live training that we're hosting this month, then make sure that you head to inspiredbrand.co forward slash free trainings to get yourself registered and signed up to learn all you need to know about marketing and business as a Pilates business owner. I will see you in the next episode.